It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, August 25th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. If this piss cast is getting to you a little later, it's because our producer Logan was locked out of his office. That's brutal. We don't know who locked him out. He's the only one who uses it, so it'd be an odd thing to do. I mean, to be fair, it made a... Can he lock it from the inside and then accidentally shut it, you know? That maybe is the most likely. People have done that with the pisser here before, and I'm yeah. like, nope, that's not fair. Or maybe Don't the cleaners did it by accident or something. Maybe, yeah. Oh, that's awful. We're like, just kick the door down. Get the people their piss gassed. I, I said that. I was like, can I can I kick the door down? I would love to kick a door down. Oh, would it be satisfying to kick a door down? I, well, I just really want to do it. I read about how to do it properly. Have you? Yeah, like you have to plant your back foot, right. and then you drive with your kicking foot through the heel right at the handle of the door. You know what would really suck, though, is if you injured yourself trying to kick a door down and then unsuccessfully doing it, and then that would all that would really suck. That would really suck. It would so. be awesome to do it in a situation where you had to do yeah. it. Like if someone was in trouble on the other side, and you're like, mm-hmm. I got this, yep. and you're wearing boots, and yeah. you just hammer through that, oh, it'd be Hell a yeah. good feeling. You'd never forget that, would nope. you? Sure wouldn't. Anyway, how are you doing this morning, Shauna? I'm doing good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's a weekend. It is the weekend. It's supposed to be really nice here this weekend. It's supposed to be weekend. awesome here. Yeah. It'll be a nice late summer, early fall weekend. Yeah. Uh, my parents arrived yesterday. Awesome. Uh, and they heard your shout out on the <laughs> on the podcast. They enjoyed that. So. That's good. But um, My apologies. So they pulled up and my kids are always waiting and they're so excited. They're bouncing around because their grandma and grandpa are here. And uh, somebody, I guess, out of the, the, the truck and... Gives him a hug and everything. We say hi. And then he's like, boys, there's something in the back seat for you. There's a surprise for you. Go check it out. So they go and they open the back door. And my youngest brother pops out. And he wasn't planning to come. That's awesome. We had said, you should try to come out. He's like, no, nah, I work. I can't. And he hasn't oh, been out here for years to that visit is us. Awesome. Hasn't been to our new house. So then he pops out of the back. And yeah, we were all pretty excited. So That's pretty sweet. Very nice to see him. Totally. It's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah. That's great. What are you up to this weekend? Uh, I'm a little bit undecided at the moment, to be honest. It's I'm, I'm in town, which happens rarely, it seems, sometimes. So when I am, I actually like to not have plans. Yeah. Because, you know, every other week when you're away, it's action-packed and so busy. And so uh, there's a bunch of things that I have, like, a surprise party tomorrow night that I'm going to stop in at. Um, and then the Outdoor Comedy Festival is happening, so I might go check that out. Right, the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival. Yeah, but I kind of refuse to... I'm like, if I can be flexible on plans, I just want to do what I feel like doing, nice. you know? So, yeah. So. Yeah, nice to not have commitments sometimes. You can go wherever the wind blows you. Right? What about you? Just hanging out with my parents, I think. Yeah, yeah it's going to be nice. Awesome. Um, Bo's playing fall baseball this year, so he's got tryouts tomorrow night. And nice. Hopefully the weather stays nice, because fall baseball could go one way or the other, That's right? True. You could have games snowed out, mm-hmm. or it could be absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, on today's show, the goat of cats. Uh, we suggest a new business for this barter system, new uh, internet age business, and a challenge that's apparently taking over TikTok, which Sean and I both think is maybe a sign of the end times, mm-hmm. after your out-of-context clip of the show. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got a video on my feed today about a new viral TikTok challenge, mm-hmm. uh, and I haven't actually seen any of these videos myself. This was just a video talking about it, but apparently what, 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 the, what this is, is girls will put on very skimpy outfits... And then they'll put their phone on a chair or something, and then they'll sit on the phone. And that's the video. What is wrong with people <laughs> these days? 
What have we done? Well, I think we uh, we moved away from the church is what happened. I think we all need to go back to church. I was going to say, this. I think we need to enlist that everybody r- returns back to church. Yeah, goes and sits and listens to some some God. Even, okay? like, <laughs> even like Sam from our digital department was saying, like, these videos are out there. Oh. Once you apply for a job in a few yeah. years, is, is this you sitting on your phone wearing... Desperate times call so, for desperate measures, however, okay? I guess so. Things are tight these days. It's not easy out there. Nope. So... And I suppose that's the type of content that people want. Which is so sad to know. Well, we're in the content business as well. So how do you feel about it, Shauna? You want to sit on that microphone over there or what? <laughs> so you were warning me of this and I purposely have my microphone unattached so that I can sit my... My You're, uh, physical closet goblin right yeah. on this microphone. You actually want me to sit on a microphone right now? I, I, it's not what I want. Oh, it's my what God. what I think people is... want. So get your log splitter on that thing. Hang on. These are expensive microphones, though. So be there she goes. Yeah, she's got her crap factory on the microphone there. Can you hear it? Our boss is going to be so Yikes. Nervous. Here it is. Careful there. Oh, my goodness, Shauna. Shauna. Easy now. <laughs> Come on. That was not my North Star that made that noise. That was your mouth. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking recently about people offering up different services as kind of a barter system. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is hilarious. There was this person that was offering up researching services. And they were like, I can find the answer to just about anything. And I can find people that are hard to find. It's basically what they were saying about this. I was like, this person is essentially offering up Internet stalking services. That's what they're doing here. Like, it's so, That's so funny because I used to joke about how good I was at uh-huh. internet research. Like, yes. I could find anybody if they were out there. And this is what this person is offering up is saying like, oh, if you can't, don't worry. I'm, I've am i got this. If, I can find them. If they're online, I'll find them. I've lost my edge though. Oh. I'm not as good as I used to be. Well, that's just too so bad, isn't it? Maybe you need to get you better. Like this. this guy or girl, whoever it is, they, they clearly are pretty good at it. That's yep. quite the business proposal. It sure is. Did your ex block you on social media? Are you still pining for them? Are you eager to find out who your mom is dating? Or who your boyfriend dated before you? Was your friend telling the truth when they declined your party invite? At Private Investigators, we offer premier internet stalking, rather sleuthing for any occasion. Private Investigators employs the biggest creepers, lurkers, and internet weirdos to find the information you need. Private Investigators. If it's online, we will find. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was at the gym yesterday and they had the Amazing Race Canada on TV. No oh, nice. sound wasn't on, so I was just trying to figure out what was happening on the show with visual context alone. A friend and I wanted to enter our resume or whatever for that show at one point. We never did. Didn't do it? No. I, I didn't even know it was still on TV, but they're in their ninth season right now. Oh, wow. Uh, and then in this episode, they were in Windsor, Ontario. And I have to say, based on the challenges that they were doing in this episode, I think nine seasons may have been too many for the Canadian version of The Amazing Race. Um, I mean, the fact they're in Windsor <laughs> is also a good indicator. I've never been. What's Windsor like? It's not. There's not much going on in Windsor. Didn't look like it. No. Nope. Based on the, so they were at a water park. Yeah. And they were just going down water slides. Mm-hmm. And then they were taking dance classes. Cool. And then they were playing poker somewhere. They're like the southernmost tip. That's their big thing. Look, yeah, we're south. They did go to Point Pele or Pele or however you say yeah, it at yeah. one point. Cool. Um, That's about it. Then they were out at a wind farm and they were trying to count how many times the turbines on a... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the blades on a wind turbine spin in a no. given amount of time. And I was like, oh, boy. Like, this is... Um, 
I love this country. This is a big, beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Lots of cool things to do, especially in nature. I don't know if we have nine seasons of The Amazing Race worth of cool stuff to do here, though. And then next, th- we're going to the legislature to review federal budgets. <laughs> I think they're kind of out of stuff to do on that we're show. Count the provincial taxes. Wow. It's like we're on a water slide in Windsor. Hoy vey. Yeah, that's counting desperate. the blades on wind turbines. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but have you seen the ledge yet? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was talking recently about how I grew up with cats. Yes. And a friend of mine was like, oh, I hate cats. And I I know a lot of people hate cats. Not crazy about cats myself. No, but I grew up with them. So I find if you grow up with them, like you like cats. I liked my cats growing up. They were fine. Uh, I have considered getting a cat myself, mainly because I'm not around enough for a dog. Like dogs are massive commitments. I mm-hmm. am. I go away too much. Cats are very independent. So I was like, if I'm going to get a, an animal, it would have to be a cat because they can kind of do their own thing. But then my friend kept talking about how he was like, ah, there's there's not even any good movies about cats. There's no good like cats and in, in anything. And I was just like, I disagree. I think there are quite a few famous cats that are lovely. Okay, and in pop culture, and I think that frig off basically was what I was saying. <laughs> But then I got thinking, and I was like, what would the goat of cats be? The, the goat of the cats. The famous cats. Like, there's lots of them. The goat of famous cats. Yeah. Like, th- first of all, Felix the cat, okay? Yeah. One of the older, probably, characters of cats. Maybe one of the OGs. Garfield. Garfield, of Not course. a fan of Garfield, though. He's just kind of lazy. He's he just a little too lazy. around and, like, he eats lasagna. And he's got that weird voice. I am Garfield. Like, that's His not, whole personality you know I mean? is, mm-hmm. like, I eat... Yeah, you know, and like yep. it's funny because there's lots of people now online whose whole personality is I eat. Yes, so true. he was kind of ahead of his time in that sense. Yeah, yeah, it's like Eeyore. Eeyore's are yeah. so mellow. Garfield's a bummer. Yeah, it's true. Uh-huh. So not him. Uh, one of my favorites, I think, from growing up is the Cheshire Cat from Alice oh. in Wonderland. Oh, cool! Just because he was such a weird, crazy cat, that, right? Like hanging out in the sky like that. That cat was wild. We, yeah, he's been he's on some drugs for uh, sure. Another lunatic cat is the Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah. Out of his mind. You're right. The cat in that is crazy. What about Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch? That black cat? That black cat. Pretty that famous cat. One. Yeah. Um, cat woman. Oh. If you want to include. Does that count? Well, I don't know. It depends. It depends how we look at this. There's a bunch of different ways we could look at this. Jeez. If you start including human cats, then you got cat woman. Yeah. Julie the cat Gaffney from D2 the Mighty Ducks. Oh. Cat Stevens before he became Yusuf Islam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be. Let's let's take those out. What about big cats? Do you count lions oh, and tigers? Geez, Other thing in the cat family? Of, no, because then in, we can't go down that. Then bowl. we're talking about like Simba from yes, Lion of course, King. Yes, Simba right off the bat would probably be the one. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Ooh. Chester Cheeto from the Cheetos. Commercials. No, no, we're not going that way. The tiger that attacked Siegfried and Roy. No, see, no, 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 no. no. We got to go back, Mister Bigglesworth. What about him? Who's that? He's the one from Doctor Evil. Oh, Dr. Okay. Evil's cat. Mr. Bigglesworth, also a nickname for my, for Cliff Schmeckel. Uh, just tossing it out there. I know you don't need to know that. but that's I don't know if any of us needed what to about, know that. I think we're all worse off knowing what that What about now. the Aristocats? It was, that, was a jo- that was a joking nickname, by the way, not a serious one. You can't say that sexy. Oh, Mr. Bigglesworth. Don't eat, you're making it worse. God, I'm, I'm just it gonna, was bad enough. I'm just going to get deep into this now. This is That's way out of... Mr. Bigglesworth. You're really going to have to stretch the definition here, but would you count the Sphinx in Egypt? Huh. 
because the Egyptians loved well, they loved their cats, wins. didn't they? They sure did. Because that thing's cats. been there for friggin' ever. Mm. It would be more famous than any of the cats that we've mentioned. You're right. But it's a sphinx. It's got a human head and a... I think it has wings. Yeah, see, that's a, cat's again, body. that's a loose definition. <sighs> what about Dr. Claw, the cat from Inspector Gadget? More famous than any of the cats that we've named? No. Probably not. Definitely not. Would it be Garfield? Oh, that hurts to say. I know. Lazy But bastard. really, like, just been around for so long, and there's so many... It's Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bigglesworth. Stop what you're doing! Come to me. The and Shauna Podcast. Now, based on the text response, quite a few of our uh, audience were also quite bothered by that, Shauna. Uh, to be fair, Pretty I mean, uncomfortable. again, it's like, it's a joking nickname, but it, it came to the moment where we were talking about Mr. Bigglesworth, and actually, I have mentioned that on the air before to you. Jeez, I must have just blocked that out. You probably did, yeah, it's Going fine. therapy. Uh, and then it, it came to the decision-making process, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to just to creep you right out over there. Well, thanks for that. Yep. It's part of, I love you, but you, you do that to me sometimes and make me just grossed out about you and McCann's inner workings. I don't want to know. So you got to you gotta get it back the odd time when you can. Looks like the big one that we missed was Sylvester. Everyone's like, what about Sylvester the cat? I'm like, yeah, Looney Tunes are pretty huge. Yeah, I so, guess so. Um, someone else mentioned Grumpy Cat. I guess they said the owner of Grumpy Cat made $99 million off that meme. Holy. Which is insane. How? What a lottery win that is. What eh? What is the owner of Grumpy Cat doing with that money? I, I would love to. What is. Have they gone off the deep end? Like, if you just went from just being a normal human to making $99 million on a meme, like. That'd be tough to even cal- like, process, you know? You, yeah. Like, like uh, no. I think I'd feel bad about it. I think you'd go nuts. <laughs> I think you'd, if you were crazy before, you'd go you nuts. would after. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Wow. And Sylvester, hmm. Would that beat out Garfield? I prefer Sylvester over Garfield. Yeah. It would be close. Garfield's just such a... I know. It's not who we want to model ourselves after. No, and like, when they had... Do you remember the... It was like a newer TV series that came out or something once to do with Garfield. And it made him even more... <laughs> like, I, it made me hate him more. He was just so annoying. I'm like, that no. sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Somebody who hates cats. The Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization, so you can really personalize your home right down to the f- like little changes to the floor plans and stuff. And I mean, then it feels like yours, and you have a bunch of pride in it. Yeah. Even like with the the renovation we did in our house, like my, I mentioned, my youngest brother is here this weekend, and he had never seen our house, so it's so it's so cool. Like take him through and totally. I'm like, this is where we live. This we did this. And yeah. We did this and. Yeah, you feel a great deal of pride when you Absolutely. have ownership over the house like that. And Shane Holmes can give you that same feeling. ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My buddy's out in like Jasper, Banff area doing a bunch of solo hikes this oh, week. Um, a lot more daring than you are, hey? Yeah, I've only ever done one solo hike and it's, I was scared the whole way. <laughs> so I'm scared of bears. Um, big bear. So, <laughs> big, big scared of bears big guy bear. over here. Big bear scare. Um, so he was, he, so he's hiking along and he's got his bear spray with him and he dropped it and punctured it on a rock. Oh no. And he said instantly, just a huge oh, orange no. cloud. And he took off running as fast as he could yep. like to get away from it. Mm-hmm. And he said, thankfully he was upwind. Oh, thank God. Of the bear spray. Otherwise he would have been that probably in a bit awful. of trouble. Like if that had punctured and gotten him in the face, <sighs> what do you do? You can't do anything. 
Like you just lay there in pain, I guess, until it, it passes, passes and then try to make your way back down? Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. Well, I told you I got bear sprayed indirectly, but mm-hmm. in a bar in Regina the one time. And it was crazy because there was a ton of people in there and we were all just sitting chatting. And I was just, I just went from like talking like this to... <gasps> can't breathe and you like all of a sudden have no idea why you can't breathe and so then everyone is just running for the exits like holy crap but it was the strangest and it was so quick and it was just like you just can't you can't breathe oh man oh it's nasty i've experienced it a little bit just when i tested my bear bear spray got a little bit of blowback and yeah and even that little bit was unbelievable so it's terrifying like to actually take that full in the face and then so then he had to like then he had to hike the last two hours without any bear spray by himself and he was a little nervous about that yeah um Lots of noise. That could have been really bad. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that he was... Like, (laughs) he just come across some hiker rolling around on the ground. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What's happened here? You're just basically seasoning yourself with the bears at that point, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Spice on this one. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I've got a couple quick ones for you. Okay. First of all, flying by the seat of your pants... It's like, where does this come from? Uh, See, your pants is the butt, but why are you flying by it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, So it actually started in Great Britain as flies by the seat of your trousers, which is funny, Mm -hmm. of course. (laughs) But it was Americanized to fly by the seat of your pants in the 30s. And it was because in early aircraft, they didn't have many instruments that the modern planes have. So pilots basically had to rely on their own navigation skills and literally the vibrations of the seats under them to navigate the planes. So flying by the seat of your pants was essentially like flying before the modern instruments and stuff. Okay. So it's kind of how that to came to get feedback to be. from the aircraft. Yeah. Through your foof. Through your yeah. Through your ass. But yeah, basically just like instinct, right? And by the seat of your pants. Um, and then hitchhiking was an interesting one. So they think that way before hitchhiking was used. Uh, it was a more literal, very literal reason for it being called that. And it was back when trails were more of a thing and transportation wasn't really, and even horses were fairly rare. And for mutual safety, two travelers would travel together. Mm-hmm. But what they do is one would ride a horse for a half mile and then hitch it to a spice bush, start walking. The other traveler would then walk and he would come to that hitched horse he would ride it, and then he'd pass the other tra- traveler for another half mile, hitch it, then he would walk, and it was a way for each of them to have a bit of time on the horse, bring the horse with them, but still travel together, not both on the horse at the same time, because they couldn't uh, do that. And so they'd literally hitch and hike to get through these these trails. And I guess you could kind of see how that would come to mean bumming a ride. Totally. And it morphed into just the modern-day version of hitchhiking now, which is just getting picked up but not on a horse that you find hitched to a bush but literally on the side of the road you ever hitchhiked no 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 i had to think about that for a second but no i have kind of informally i've like taken an illegal cab before yeah. where somebody has just come pick me up in a random vehicle yes i've waved 20 bucks in the street right? to get home that but um, not like formally with a thumb out hitchhiked before. no i haven't on the high on the highway i kind of no. want to i've always talked about that i know i see the odd one out there and i'm like are you getting picked up? Like, is anybody picking you up in 2023? 
Yeah, how often is hitchhiking even happening anymore? Are we all too afraid of murder? We've all watched way too much true crime now for hitchhiking to be a thing. It is true, right? (laughs) Safety first, don't hitchhike. Etymology with Shauna. Podcast. Well, we've already done a small town news this week, but y- you keep submitting such great ones. Oh, great, great ones. we got to keep going with it. Uh, one of these comes from friend of the show, Jeff in Cochrane. Uh, the other was from friend of the show, Michelle, who was road tripping through Saskatchewan last week and heard these stories on small town radio stations. These are all true small town news stories. True no. stories. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. We love them. Let's go. Small town news with Beckler and Shauna. Mr. Jones has lost one of his heifers. If anyone sees a loose cow around town, they're asked to contact the RCMP immediately. Cochranites are asked to be on the lookout for a lost tortoise named Tooch. The tortoise's owner says, quote, I have no idea how she got out. We've checked around the fencing, and the only thing I could think of is maybe she got a little slick, like some water on her shell, and somehow just managed to slide under our front gate. That is an actual quote from that article. I think maybe she got a little oh slick. God. I'd get a little slick this weekend myself. Oh, <laughs> you're trying to gross me out back. It's fine. I deserve it. Two erratic drivers were spotted around town this weekend, and police are looking for them. Terry says, quote, Calm down. I'd had a few beer, but I promise it was only a couple blocks to pick up a pack of darts. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Friend of the show, Paul, sent me a video of these three backcountry skiers who skinned up this gigantic mountain, and they made the biggest snow wiener I've ever seen with their footprints. It was it was like the size of a football field. It was a schmeckle that was the size of a football field on the side of a mountain. And I looked at and this. How was the craftsmanship? It was unbelievable. It was good. It, and this is no small feat. Like first of all, to skin up a mountain is extremely laborious. So you don't, for anyone who doesn't know, is that when you put the like the skins on your skis and yeah, you go up. You're going up through snow, and it's always very deep snow, and it's a lot of hard work, and you're up in the higher elevations, and you hardly have any oxygen. It's That is a lot of work, and these guys did this, and then spent what looks like hours crafting the perfect snow wiener out of their skinning tracks, <laughs> which... Again, this is just unbelievable. Like, that is devotion. I wonder that if is, they used GPS to do it or something. I don't know, because it was perfectly symmetrical. It looked beautiful. <laughs> it was nuts. And then after they completed the giant uh, football field-sized snow wiener, they then skied down, and their tracks were the stream from the like, pork sword itself. Like, out of the urethra? Out of, of the this. Urethra, urethra, excuse me. And again, it was perfectly done and perfectly designed right down <laughs> coming from... Do you remember when we talked Your about the dust candle. wiener and how funny it is to put a dust wiener in someone's window? Yep. It's pretty harmless fun. Yes. And then uh, we talked about the snow wiener snow and wiener. how this is another one that's great because, again, harmless fun. Good, clean fun. And then this is like next level snow wiener. This is beyond that. Uh, another really funny thing about this video that I was sent was that there was a song connected to it, which is one of the funnier songs I've ever heard in my life. This is called Ding Dong Song. I don't know if you've heard this. By, no. Gun- by Gunther. Oh, you touched my ta-la-la. is a legitimate Swedish and then it jumps into just, you know, it gets a little more. That song. Oh, my ding ding dong. My ding ding dong. <laughs> big fan of that song as well. Okay. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I love big infrastructure projects, Shauna. Yeah. I, uh, I get really excited when a new one opens, you, you know, like a new cranked, bridge or something oh, opens. Sure, yeah. I don't know why, but I mean, it's pretty cool. The engineering behind it is cool. 
And not that I understand it or anything. I just like, oh, that looks cool. Mm. <laughs> and maybe it's because as taxpayers, it kind of belongs to all of us. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's cool. We all feel like you have that. ownership of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I drove past a building the other day and I was like, man, I wonder what that place cost. Cause it's just huge. And then I got thinking, what would the most expensive or most valuable building in Calgary be? Interesting. Would it what? be the Calgary Tower? No. No. No, I think the Calgary Tower was like Super five cheap. million bucks when it was poured. Yeah, it's true. You got to adjust for inflation, of course. Yeah. I, I was just thinking about things that are obviously hard to build as well, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like architecturally. Hmm. Yeah, but what was like the biggest project in terms of a single building in Calgary? Was it the Bow Building? Like what? Well, yeah, maybe. Because the Bow was like a one point something billion dollars, I think. Yeah. And it's got like the curves and things that make it a little more complicated to build. But I was trying to think if there would be anything more, more expensive than that. Huh. The building I drove by was South Health Campus. Okay. And I was like, oh, that probably wasn't cheap. No. Nope. I looked up, it was $1.3 billion, I think, when it was built. What about the new cancer so, center? Mm, I wonder, that's over a billion dollars, too. Yeah. What because about, of all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about the airport? Huh. Like, if you... What's the value of the airport? Yeah. Well, even just that, that new expansion was damn expensive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, when you factor that in... Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, would there be any buildings... You know, on the university campuses, that would be worth more than that? Not that I can think of off the top no, of my head. I no. couldn't either. No. So would it be one of the ones that we mentioned? Would Probably. it be the bow? Would it be the airport? One of the hospitals? Yeah, I mean, the hospitals, maybe because the equipment involved, if you t- factor that in, it's probably one of those, but... But then if it's the airport, do you count the planes? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> then it gets sticky, doesn't it? Yeah. But well, I mean, one, even just like, yeah, the, um, well, you'd need to have certain specialty things in the hospitals, right? Like not yeah. necessarily even equipment in, but yeah. Hmm. Residentially, I know, I remember years ago there was a house for sale for like $21 million Holy. in Calgary or something, or 22, but yep. that was, that was, that was listed. I wonder if there have been bigger ones built since then that were never like... Listed for Openly sale. Listed, yeah. Like what the most valuable house would be in Calgary, but it would, yeah, of course, wouldn't be close to what the most valuable building would be. No. And then once we get our new events center, that would be in the conversation. That's going to be a big one too. So yeah. It's big projects, big projects. Big one, drum, The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Every Friday morning we chat pizza. We call it the Friday morning pizza chat. Naturally, it's brought to you by Atlas Pizza, Shauna. <laughs> Second wham appearance. That's on why. The show that, okay. This week, because we That's were talking about this earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were talking about wham earlier this week. So gotta bring, gotta bring it back. Um, I was reading about this pizzeria in Washington, and it's this chain called Tutabella. And they're one of the few pizzerias certified in Italy to serve the authentic, like, Neapolitan-style pizza. And they take pizza just as seriously as we do on this radio program, Beckler. Every time they open up a new location, a priest will come in to bless the pizza oven before it starts working. That's so, the kind of commitment I like to hear. This is, right? Yeah. I guess, I didn't realize this, but this ages back centuries in Italy when a single pizza oven would basically provide the pizza for an entire town. The food for an entire town would be all based on one pizza oven. And before that started working, a priest would come and bless that oven to make wow. sure it provided for the entire town. And this pizzeria continues to do it to this day. 
so they like have hundred year old pizza oven. Like, yeah. yeah, that's super cool. They have seven different locations now, and I guess they just opened a brand new one that has three brand new pizza ovens. And the priest had to come in and separately bless every one of the three pizza ovens. pepperoni. <laughs> that's exactly. I'm sure what he said. Pepperoni. That's part of the. Yeah, uh-huh. flew him in from Italy. And yes. then he, <laughs> that whole thing. Pepperoni and. Um, I appreciate because it's not just an appliance. It's not just any appliance, right? It is a pizza birthing vessel. It is. It brings pizza. It brings joy. Yes. It is basically, as you said, yes. It's like going to the hospital and bringing a baby into the world. You're doing that with your pizza. So you need a priest to bless this. Day after day. Day after day. Yeah. And this is something that's happening. I respect that. I think we need to. Let's do that here in Calgary, too, please. Thank you. the ones that don't make grammatical sense. No sense at all. <laughs> no. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X 92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. The only hydrotherapy I've ever done is Gatorade. Yeah, it's pretty normal just to go, like, full naked. The best part of my morning is eating cheese ways. It's dick apocalypse, okay? It's called a fanny flutter, the effect that it is supposed to give. <laughs> X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.